0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to a Naturally Nino podcast. I am so excited for today's episode. I have an awesome guest here with me. Um, he is an entrepreneur and a spiritual nutritional coach, Thero333, and those 333s, they're 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 important.
1: <laughs> yes, they are. I'm so excited to be here. Hello, hello, hello.
0: Thank you so much again for coming on to my podcast. and. you. Um, accepting my invitation. I am extremely inspired by your story. Like I said before, when I reached out to you, I actually saw you on someone else's story and you were talking about like fasting. And I was like, wow, like that's fascinating. And you were just sharing how, you know, you did a 40 day fast and I was like, oh my God, I need to talk to him.
1: (laughs) Yes, yes, yes.
0: But before we start in um, I guess you know um, if you would like to just say hi to everyone and then also just kind of give us a little bit of a background about like yourself
1: okay awesome well listen um, again I want to say thank you for inviting me onto your show I know how people are very careful with their audiences and very selective who they bring on to talk to their audience so i'm very honored in that regard and before i even get started man you made me feel so honored by mentioning those three three threes and i want (laughs) to talk about that i know people are wondering like why does he have three 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 well for me um and this goes into my spiritual journey but back in 2011 that's when my fasting journey started and um we'll go into that so really 2012 for me after my fasting and spiritual journey really started i kept seeing these numbers i kept seeing 333s. Three, three, I'll wake up at 333 in the morning. Um, wow. I remember driving my car one time looking at the um, looking at the distance and then the last three digits were 333 and I kept noticing it and I didn't know like now we're so blessed to have uh, Instagram and Facebook posts that talk about spirituality and talk about angel numbers and I didn't yes. know what it was. So before I even looked it up I just remember feeling like it was a sign from God for me. It was mm. some type of message. Mm. So I remember asking God, and I remember really praying. I'm like, "What are these three, three threes? What are they for? What are they for?" And God, I felt in my spirit He made me a promise. Just like mm. we remember, if you you know you believe in, if you study the Bible, when mm. God destroyed the, the flood and He made a promise to Noah, and that rainbow was a symbol. It was a promise for Noah, mm. but for me. Um, that three, three, three was that if I continue my spiritual journey and I continue to walk by faith, that I'm not going to have to worry about uh, money. I'm not going to have to be stressed out about how I'm going to make it, that I was going to be able to walk in my calling and be able to focus on the people and everything else will be provided. So every time I I see that three, three, and that's why I connected it to my name. Every time I see it, it reminds me of my personal promise. So it inspires me. I
0: love that. I'm very into numerology also. So every time, like I see a certain number, I'm like, is that a sign? I feel like it's a sign. (laughs) So I completely get it. I think that's so awesome. I mean, what was it that, I mean, how did you even discover fasting first of all? Because I feel like that alone, that's not something that everyone knows about until they get much older, you know? So how old were you at the time when you even discovered it?
1: I mean, I was in my 20s. Um, it was in 2011, so I'm going to have to just deduct it and go and see how <laughs> I was in my 20s, like 24, 25. And now I, I grew up in the church, so I was exposed to uh, fasting, so I was aware of it. But the reason why I started fasting um, for myself and went on that first three-day water fast, that was my first experience of mm-hmm. a water fast, was because there was a lot of things going wrong. There was mm-hmm. a lot of struggle in my life. I had recently got fired from a job. It was a really good job, but my heart wasn't in it anymore. And I knew that I was going to end up leaving. So the firing was just really that opportunity for me to leave because I was just kind of dragging along. You know, we've Mm -hmm. always we a lot of us we've gone through those things where we know it's time to move, but we don't make that move. So you know, God, the universe has to come and kind of help us along. So I remember um during this time, I was starting to feel like there's so much greatness inside of me um there's really i was having this this burden to really be able to give back and to inspire people i wanted to help the world in some way but Mm -hmm. i didn't know how so a lot of times when we don't have that clarity we ended up we end up getting frustrated we end up sometimes you know people get depressed just because it's this urge to do and to move forward and we feel stuck
0: Mm -hmm. i was in that
1: place where i was starting to kind of feel stuck and um like this greatness inside of me was calling out and I didn't know what to do with it. So I remember I I, uh, started Googling. I was like, listen, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm determined to be successful, right? I'm (laughs) determined to do something to change the world. So I started Googling like, man, how to become successful. Like I didn't have any time or anything or how can I change my life? And I remember um, I stumbled upon this interview with Will Smith. Shout out to Will. I'm going to meet you one day. Um, He's
0: amazing. I love him.
1: Amazing. And, He's so talented. So talented. And beyond that, he's so in tune. Like mm-hmm. He's in tune enough to uh, change his life and, and his children, but really to give back because he yeah. doesn't even know yet. He inspired me. And now my goal is to help inspire a whole generation. And for me, he's wow. so critical to my story. So going into that, I saw this book, The Alchemist. Have you read The Alchemist?
0: Yes, of yeah. course.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting Come because <laughs> that's like the start of so many people's uh, spiritual journey. But he's so really, many. He was talking about how he really believes um, how the universe works and conspires in our favor once we make a commitment to do something, just like the boy in that story. Mm. And he said that um, he, he doesn't have a plan B because it's a distraction from plan A. So right. he decides to do something and he just has the undying faith that it's going to happen. And I felt the power of his words, right? I didn't completely understand yet because the universe, you know, I grew up in the church, so it's God, right? You're like, what? what? Universe, <laughs> you know? So, but I felt it. I felt something. I said, you know what? I want to read that book. And mm-hmm. I was an avid reader. I loved reading, but I had never really read too many spiritual texts. Got it. So I remember, man, I was so, like, broke at the time. Like, I didn't have the money. And what is this, like a $12 book?
0: Something and something um, like that. Yeah. yeah.
1: So I had a friend, he invited me to a party. He was a football player. So like the section. Um, I drank, I don't drink anymore, but at the time I drank, so the bottles, all those things were gonna be provided. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go. I'm not gonna worry about money. I'm just gonna have fun.
0: Yeah. So, I think I think we all go
1: through that. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we're where you get invited out and you're like, well, hold on like i'm not going to be able to buy any drinks or what if they want to go out to eat after afterwards i don't want to be the one <laughs> talking about no nah, i'm not even hungry right now
0: <laughs> i mean i guess uh um, i could i could relate but then at the same time i'm also a girl so it's a little oh. bit easier for girls i got yeah, you know I'll, I'll be honest and say that
1: <laughs> so i had already made my mind up like and i'm not talking to anybody i'm just going to chill right <laughs> um, but uh so i ended up meeting a woman in the section and um, phenomenal young lady, and she had just completed a mission trip,
0: and it, oh, it, it wow. I really
1: connected it to it, because you can feel her energy, um, and how inspired she was, why, because she had just came back from giving back to other people, and remember, this was part of that feeling that I was having at the time, like, wow. I don't and then um, we started talking, and she brought up this book called The Alchemist, and she said it had changed her life, and, um, I got so excited. I was like, wow, I just saw Will Smith. He was talking about that. I'm about to get that book. And, and she- Is it funny
0: how you start picking up on like this, the words that you never heard before, but all of a sudden you're like, wait, he said alchemist, you know? Oh, wait, she said alchemist.
1: (laughs) Yes. So the thing about it is she asked me, she said, what is your address and your phone number? And she said, That book changed my life. I want to be a person to invest into your life. So I'm going to send Mm. it to you. And she didn't know that I wanted to to get that book. But the reason I hadn't got it yet is because I didn't even have the money to really get it. And um, it just showed me how the universe was already starting to work. I had already taken that action with the intention. And I became that boy in the story where the universe was conspiring in my favor. And it started. Yes. And I remember when that book came, it, uh, I read the whole book like eight hours and I said, you know what? Something about this is real. And I remember Mm -hmm. having a conversation with God and I said, God, I believe you are real, but I don't know what else I believe. I don't know if my opinions and my thoughts and my philosophies are because that's what I believe, or if it's because that's what I've been taught Mm -hmm. real, you let me know. And I want to experience it for myself. And after that, you know, Google had been working with me so far. So I said, you know, <laughs> I'm going to start researching all the people that I look up to that have changed the world because I, too, feel yes. like I'm going to change the world. And um, so, I look, you know, I had already known about Jesus and, and um, studied Jesus a little bit, then Gandhi. And then I started studying Nikola Tesla, who, you know, I was inspired, crazy inventor. And then Steve Jobs alive at the time. And he, you know, was changing the world with Think Different and all of these things. I was starting to just realize that the people I looked up to, they thought different. They did different things. But what do they Mm -hmm. have in common? What do they really have in common? And what I found out is that all these people, when they would need a breakthrough idea or they're about to start their ministry or they're gearing up for something big, they would fast. Gandhi would fast. People don't even know Steve jobs. He would fast. A lot of Silicon Valley now, they will fast, even fast as companies to to clear out and to detox so they can have these breakthrough moments of awareness. Mm. And I said, you know what? And I remember praying and telling God that I know I'm supposed to do something great and I will die if I have to, to figure (laughs) out what it is, right? And I said, I'm going to fast. So I ended up- I made two commitments. So I was going to go on a fast and I was going to change my diet. I was going to become a pescatarian. I'm vegan mm-hmm. now. But at that time, it was, I was going to give up meat outside of fish. So Christmas 2011, I remember was the date I picked for the last time I would eat. Because I wanted to always remember the date. So the last date, time I yeah.
0: first
1: <laughs> all that stuff, was Christmas. And then the next day, well, the next three days, I wanted to cleanse out my body. So I just drank water. And then I started 2012 as a pescatarian. Wow. And I didn't know what I was going to do yet. My fast, my intention were to figure out my purpose, to connect more spiritually, and to get some type of guidance on a job.
0: So mm.
1: I ended up meeting a mentor. And my mentor, he ended up, he owned, he owned a restaurant. He took me underneath his wing. Um, when it was time for business meetings or he had to negotiate deals, So called me into the office let me hear his phone calls. He was like, I'm going to teach you. I'm just going to teach you because you know what? You have a great attitude. So I'm going to teach you. That's how he was, wow. you. And he didn't even know that that's what I really, really wanted. Wow. And um, during the time when I changed my diet, I got really into fitness. And I remember uh, someone suggested I, that I start training people. And I said, you know what? I don't really know. But again, right. I had one of these silent conversations with God <laughs> and I said, Man, if if I should train people, have somebody come to me and ask me to train them, and offer that. <laughs> There's a young lady who did that, and um, um, I was like, okay, wow, this is real. And then I ended up bumping into a friend in the gym, didn't even know he was a trainer, and he said the same thing. He said, "Man, you should train." He said, "I train." He said, "If you need to shadow me or learn how to to do workouts so you could charge clients or what, I got you." So I ended up shadowing him. His name is Zeus, wow. uh, Zeus in Atlanta. Um, uh, Olympian physiques. Very, very good guy. Wow. And, um, and that's how it all started. And how the business grew is my business mentor owned a, a pizza restaurant in Buckhead, Atlanta. And Buckhead is like the Beverly Hills of Atlanta. So really uh, successful people, an ideal client for a trainer, we all live in this area. And I remember getting this idea and I said, hey, is it okay if I put this, this nice flyer on the pizza boxes so that uh, when people are eating and they feel fat after they get delivery and they're like, you know what, I need to hit the gym tomorrow, boom. The genius, right
0: genius.
1: He, said, he was like, you know what? You know what? I'm gonna support you. I don't really support you. Normally I don't do stuff like this, but you know, for you that's brilliant. Yes. And um, man, the company basically became birthed and grew overnight. And I remember that year a goal was to hit like a hundred grand. I ended up doing that hundred grand in a year. And wow. Um, and I ended up going on another fast. And I ended up getting a client who owned a company where they'll sell different products at trade show companies. Right.
0: Wow.
1: Um, you know, fairs, festivals, mm-hmm. like California State Fair, where there's anywhere from a hundred thousand people to a million people over the course of a couple weeks to a month coming to the right. And um, he convinced me to become a part of the business. And at this time, it was 2014, Mm -hmm. the end of 2014. And my next goal, I said, if this really works, it's been working so far, I want to put an intention manifestation with a fast, right? And I have a bigger goal. I want to hit a million dollars by time I'm 30. But the thing is, I had um, less than two years before I hit 30. Wow. But lo and behold, I ended up hitting that goal, and um,
0: wow. that's really
1: was cemented things. And at that point in time, that's when I got interested in the science of fasting. Up until mm. this point, I just thought it was Experimenting. This <laughs> no way. And it's spiritual. I knew I felt more connected and more in tune, but I started studying the science. There's a reason mm. why people have breakthrough ideas. Because as you detox and your cells change, and you go through a process called autophagy, where your cells recycle old parts, and then the parts that are good, they replace the parts that are bad, get replaced. So you actually do right. yourself. Like all of these different processes, it makes sense. Right. For so long. And, I, and that's when I really decided to study and I wanted to help elevate and coach other people, because for so long, We've just been told, hey, you should fast. It's good for you. Or Mm -hmm. you're going to feel better or you'll lose weight. But what's the science behind it? How, what is the reason why? And I felt like when people have all, everything laid out plainly before them, Mm -hmm. they're going to have enough options to choose and decide for themselves what really works. And I devoted my life to it and to help people elevate. And um, now I'm here on a podcast. It's like, this is cool. (laughs)
0: This is so cool. I love it. I I mean, everything that you're saying, obviously, I'm just sitting here nodding and smiling (laughs) and saying that's so awesome. Um, Because I definitely, I mean, I personally even relate to a lot of what you're saying. It's funny, though, um, my personal journey in general, I feel like almost went like almost kind of backwards way of how I was introduced to kind of like the whole um, idea of manifestation and meditating and law of attraction, because I grew up Eastern Orthodox. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I went to church growing up and things like that. Orthodox Jew? Uh, No, Christian. Orthodox. Okay. Yeah. But I never, I never like read the Bible or anything like that. It was very, it was just like, okay, well, it's Easter. So we're going to church because we have to bless everything. Um, Didn't really understand it much. And when I got to my like high school years, um, I started to rebel. So obviously that's where all the drinking came in and like all of that stuff. And then, you know, you also get down about a lot of things, I think during those years, especially when like you see your friends who are able to basically afford almost everything that they want, you know, and you can't, and then college years are coming up. And my dream was always to like, you know, go away for school, but like my mom couldn't afford it. She was a single mom. And I remember crying. Like myself to bed one night because I was sad I couldn't like go away for school you know but obviously everything happens for a reason and now I'm completely grateful and so in my one of my first real jobs that I landed I ended up getting introduced to the secret and that was the book that changed my life and I couldn't put it down the second I opened it it was a whole new world it almost I was always a dreamer, but I never knew how to channel that energy into actually doing something. And when I read that book, I was like, okay, what if I just try it out? Like, what if? Kind of like how you said with the alchemist, right? And I was like, okay, I couldn't go away for school, but what if I study abroad? Is that even a possibility for me? So I- Started doing the practices that the book says. And I started, I gave myself kind of like an experiment and would also have those silent conversations um, with <laughs> God or the universe, whoever, um, about like, if this is real, you will do something to make it happen. I ended landing a scholarship to go study abroad, though. And after that happened, I was like, I was shook. I was like, oh my God. I was like, this is real. There's something into this. Mm -hmm. And then as I started to get more deeper into like the self-help and like understanding the whole mental thing. And also um, at that point, I guess I started to realize that me partying wasn't going to result in greatness. It wasn't going to result in anything. And I kind of started to change my life really with diet and just not even diet, but like nutrition, eating cleaner. Right. I went raw vegan for three months um, just because I was like, I just want to clean my system. I never felt better than when I was raw vegan. It was the best I ever felt in my life. It wasn't exactly sustainable because I, live New- I lived in New York. but um, It was amazing because it made me realize that what we put into our bodies really does matter and it just awakens you. And now as i've gotten older and i'm like hey what's the next thing what's the next thing what's the next thing so recently i actually gave up alcohol as well because i feel like it's not it's damaging for my body in in particular but also i've been you know researching um and watching a lot of documentaries about fasting uh because when you really want to take a illness or a disorder or something like that sometimes like there's a clinic Actually, I mean, they have a lot of clinics, I'm sure now around the world, but I know years ago, there was a really famous one that was also in Russia where people would go for either a month or even longer at a time to literally go on these fasting um, journeys to heal some kind of illness. And in some cases, it's, it's even able to heal genetic disorders which to me is fascinating considering the fact that I do have a genetic disorder. So what, what is it, if you don't mind? Yeah. So I have familial hypercholesterolemia, which means I have hereditary high cholesterol. So the receptors on my liver are not able to remove the excess cholesterol from my body fast enough. So the cholesterol builds up in my body, even though I'm not overweight, I'm eating clean. It still builds up like crazy. And then obviously it can go into your arteries and cause heart disease. So, okay. but my goal, mm-hmm. my goal is that one day I will find a way to manage it without medication.
1: Amazing. So listen, let's take it further, right? And let's say this actually on the air so that people can actually be the testament. So in the last couple of years, uh, my journey has really been able to help people heal from the inside out. And you're already on the right track saying that you can heal it to the point where you can, won't need medication. But I believe that we can actually reverse that because not only with the different things that we can do with healing the cells um, on the fasting tip, but when mm-hmm. we really go into the power of the mind, like things that Dr. Joe Spencer is actually uncovering.
0: Have you studied Dr. Joe? Yes. Um, I actually want to get his – he has a book too, right?
1: Yes, uh, three of
0: them. Yeah, I need to – I haven't read his books yet. Mm -hmm. So that's what I want to – I read – I think I was first introduced to him. um, I watched him on Impact Theory with Tom Bilyeu and was fascinated by his stuff and have watched like a couple of videos. But he literally – I mean – meditated himself like into being able to use his entire body again
1: yes and that's the thing and that's what i'm passionate about and um and i believe that right now even here this is the birth of you stepping even to a higher level of greatness and utilizing the testimony of your healing and the things like you are doing now the he- the things that you've accomplished so far to really impact so many people because when we tap into the power of our mind and our body, because our bodies are mm. self-healing mechanisms. And when we really dive into this journey of healing, right, you mentioned something as a genetic disorder, meaning that it's genetics. That's how, uh, you know, you were born that way, or it even has come from previous generations. But we have the power as um, spiritual beings to heal not only ourselves, but our whole genealogy from the past and forward. That's mm. why we're putting the work down so that our grandchildren who may have had to or would have if we stayed on the same trajectory been subjected to certain things they're able to ne- never ever experience it why because we healed. Does yeah. that make
0: yeah. Well, that you
1: can have those things. And I would love to talk to you offline and we really tap into them.
0: I would love that for sure. I feel like there's we could definitely go deep on that. <laughs> um, but and I and I do really think uh believe that they is a possibility to do that. And I believe that to the core of my being. So yes. Um, But tell me about like your experience. I mean, when you like, let's say just the first time that you even decided to do the fast, right? Like three day fast. Let's start with that one. What was it even like, right? And were you working at the time? Were you like, what did you do with your time? Because oftentimes when people think about fasting, their first rebuttal is what? No food. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, how's that possible? Like, all I do is think about food. <laughs> like people are, I mean, I feel like our society has a snacking culture. I'm going to call it <laughs> because they just, you know, it's like, oh, I'm just going to have a little snack. Oh, I'm just gonna have a little snack and then guess what all those snacks add up to a hundred snacks and you're like, wait <laughs> why am I feeling so tired?
1: And then we realize that the snacks have had us, right the snacks <laughs> our bodies, has changed our attitudes it changed everything about our life but um a hundred percent so no, I was not working at the time. so you know it's very interesting you know it's very interesting. it was exactly like this quarantine in the sense of uh, well I didn't have a job but I wasn't working and I decided just to lock myself in the room for, it was more than three days. I decided to stay in because I studied a couple of days. Mm-hmm. Um, it was Christmas. I went to my brother and his fiance's house and I actually ate, but I had been in the house a couple of times, went there to eat and then came back and was in my room for another three or four days doing the fast. And um, wow. I had decided just to lock myself up just to study and make sure that I didn't go anywhere. So I wouldn't be distracted. Mm-hmm. So I remember that, the first day was very exciting. I was like, man, wow, I'm doing this. The second day, you know, you kind of feel a little hunger. But remember, I had put myself in a position mentally and made this commitment that I'm going to do whatever it took. So that resilience, that intention was able to help power me through. And after the third day, I felt like Superman. I felt like, wow, I just did something that who, who knows, probably 90% of the world has never intentionally chosen to not eat for three days. So I felt so empowered. And I think that that was the first step to start putting me in that alignment for new opportunities and breakthrough ideas.
0: I love that. And then what made you So then did you do the three-day fast for the next couple of years before you started to go on to the 40-day fast?
1: I did a 40-day fast, which was last year. So man, it's interesting. I know all my fasts. So The longest I had did up until 2017 was um, five days. I did a couple three days, one day, uh, five days. Because listen, the three day worked, right? The three day changed my life. So why would I do 10 days if I found something (laughs) that worked, right? So I remember uh, 2017, I wanted to become more spiritual. I was starting to Mm -hmm. see there's a whole nother side to the spirituality, like, Like, it's one thing to feel connected and aligned, but it's another one to be in tune with your intuition or to be able to start having dreams and those dreams start coming true or start Mm. being able to feel what's going to happen in a couple of days and it happens. I was like, man, I want the spiritual power now. Yes,
0: I did too. Tell me. (laughs)
1: That's a whole, it's that's a whole whole other journey um, to start doing things to really tap into our, our power because we are we are powerful beings, right? Yeah. So um, I had did a five day. And then in 2018, I moved to LA. But I wanted to start this um, 2018 and living in LA on a whole nother level spiritually. So the last seven days of 2017, I went on my first seven day fast. Mm-hmm. And then January 1st, uh, 2018 will be the first day that I ate. And um, since then, 2018, I did uh, five days started my a couple of 10 days. I did two 10 days that year. 2019, I fasted over 70 days. I think it was like wow. 70 or 80 days, but one of those includes that 40 day fast. And um, if you're that ready, is, 40 day yeah, yes,
0: let's do it.
1: So at this point, my life had trend, it, it changed. Um, I had made some money. I realized that the reason I wanted to become successful was not the same reason I want to success now. At first, mm-hmm. I wanted to be you know, uh, successful, be able to take care of my family, not need to have to have a boss, all of these things. But then I realized, you know what, now I want to be successful because I want to have resources to help people. I want to be able to give people opportunities. Mm-hmm. So I went through some challenging times because I didn't have the same motivation to work anymore because now my motivation was... To give, so kind of like that fire, that tenacity to grind, 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 because I'm gonna make it. I'm a, I didn't have yeah. that anymore, so I had to kind of restructure my uh, foundation.
0: Mm. So
1: within that, it was some things that were coming up for me that needed some healing, as well as I want to tap into a higher level of spiritual power. And the forty-day fast kept coming up because what happens when you fast that long? You're gonna lose uh, weight. It gives yourself your so many um, parts of your body, the opportunity to completely rebuild that you truly become a new being. Wow. Think about it. You lose, I lost um, 30 pounds, right? Wow. I started fast at 187 pounds. I went down to 157 pounds. I had not been 100 and, well, let's backtrack. At the age of 18 on my id i was 175 pounds so i had not been 157 pounds since i was like maybe 13 or 14 years old
0: oh my god
1: so i completely my body transformed i lost all the old and became new and going through that experience my ideas changed how i communicated with people changed i grew out my beard so for me, that was a symbolism to the world that I don't care about uh, looks or attraction. I wanted people to feel me from the inside out. I wanted people to be, me to be able to walk in a room and you feel my heart before I say a word. You may look at me and be like, I don't know if he's a mountain man, I don't know if he's a hippie, but his energy <laughs> is fire, right? I wanted that. So I had to lose so much of my identity of who I thought I was, as well as in, biz- in business at the time, um, I, I had experienced some losses and some things weren't working out. So everything that had made me what I consider successful at that point had to completely restart, regrow. Mm. And um, how I broke down the 40-day fast is because I, I I broke it down in a couple different fasts. The first 21 days were mono-juice fasting, so it's completely just uh, fruit juice, one, one fruit. Mm-hmm. And then the next seven days was the master cleanse which was lemon juice and cayenne pepper and maple syrup.
0: And oh, then, <laughs> <laughs> then
1: the next seven days was just water. And the last seven days was a dry fast, uh, no food, no water.
0: and No I doc- water.
1: No water. And I documented the last 14 days, stepped on the scale every day. Um, I wanted people to be able to see because I had this idea, this epiphany, epiphany. What if I go so extreme, number one, because I want to do something really big and really great to impact. So I feel like I have to put in more work on the spiritual side to help lift other people. But what if I go so extreme doing 40 days where a person will see this and they'll say, you know what, if he did 40, I can at least do one. Normally, yeah. I would I'd probably say E for a day, but he <laughs> did E for 40. But let me do one day. or Let me do three days. And that's the first time, wow, I'm getting the chills even thinking about it. It's the first time that I ever fasted for other people. Wow. Up until this point, it was always a personal goal, a personal goal. This time was to really lose everything about me that is holding me back from being from being able to have the most impact in the world for people, and also to inspire people to make a change for themselves. And yes. it's the first time, and just <laughs> going into it with that energy, I and mean, it shifted my life.
0: Wow. I feel you so much in that, and I feel like when you are a person that really does care and you are a giver, it do, it's not about you. Yes. And I think when that transition um, happens, I think a lot of us when we're younger, we have that kind of like, I'm going to do this, and it's all about me, and I'm going to be great, right? And then you reach a point in your life where like, shit hits, fan, shit hits the fan, I should say, and you start kind of rethinking, like, what is life? Yes. What is my purpose? What is my calling? And I feel like that moment when you make that shift from this isn't personal anymore, this is about the world. And I don't care what people think about me. I'm doing this to inspire others, like you said, to even do it for one day, just three days, right? Because... And I think that's when that magic happens and everything just starts kind of happening on its own. And you're just letting that force work through you and not because it's not about you, right? It's not about me. It's about the universe. It's about how are we, um, and you know, how are we acting and behaving to, set examples for the younger generations uh, that are coming after us because um I, and i was talking to someone about this the other day i feel like there's a very big divide in our world right now um, especially with millennials where you know you have a lot of people who just want to focus on partying and not thinking about life and not really caring so much about anything and then the other half that is very into awakening and spiritual growth and going to the extreme and like okay how far can I push myself to set an example to show Like what this can actually do for someone. It's not so much, I mean, yes, of course, the benefits are great for you as well, but it's more about here, like, just like I am doing this experiment on myself to show you what is possible um, so that you can believe me when I talk. (laughs) And I completely, completely get that and respect that so much because I think that is what it's about. And I think social media in particular right um it's it's a blessing and a curse but i think it's more um you know it depends on what you use it for right yes there i'm sure yes there's a lot of toxicity and negativity on there but there's also a lot of beautiful people that you can meet through it and you can inspire others and i do think that documenting your journey is probably the best thing that you could have ever done because you have that content now to share with others that, like you said, you don't know who watching your video is going to see it and want to do the same thing. So yeah. like I just started a plant-based keto experiment, like strict plant-based keto for the purpose of healing my liver. Oh. And um, I for the first time ever, so I've been you know, on a health journey for over 10 years now. Mm-hmm. First time ever though, that I'm like, you know what, I think I need to record this. I I need people to understand this because if I don't record this, if I don't put this out, that information is gonna get lost, right? Because the same way like you went to Google, I went to Google too when I needed help. I had no one to go to. (laughs) I went to Google and then I discovered YouTube and then I was like, oh my God, what is this world?
1: Yeah, and you know, the beautiful thing about it is like my journey, the whole time I would go on YouTube and I would um, access so much information and read books and all these things, but us recording and documenting our journey and then putting it out, that is like the least we can do to give back because it's going to be somebody who doesn't resonate with me or resonate with the hundred other people on YouTube, but guess what? They're going to resonate with you because of your energy. So it's like, man, we have to do it for other people now, just like you said.
0: Yeah. A hundred percent. What do you think was like the biggest takeaway from your 40 day? Like I, I, you know, that you saw right away, maybe I guess, and then maybe some benefits that you saw later down the line that you attribute now to the doing the 40 day fast. All
1: right. Definitely. So the biggest thing for me after I lost the weight and was able to build it up is, um, well, number one, we, we can go through, and um accomplish way more than we think we can. Then number two, a lot of people don't know this. The last seven days was no food, no water. The first three days was like a semi dry fast because I still brushed my teeth and took a shower, right? I didn't mm-hmm. consume any water. But then the last four days, I was like, you know what, I'm not doing anything. So it was like a ultimate dry, dry fast. Oh, so yeah, like I, that. Wait. I, I didn't shower for four <laughs> days. You all don't just but <laughs> I really But because I was doing some research and I always try things and experiment on myself first to see if it's real, you know, So a lot of people don't know that our body has the ability to create water. So all this fat in our body, which is hydrogen molecules, right? Which has hydrogen. And then when we breathe, right, we take in oxygen. So what is water, right? H2O. So, our body, what it starts doing is it starts creating water so that we can survive. So, what I did is every oh. day, every day I was still urinating like four to six ounces. This is four days after I had even touched water. It's amazing.
0: No way.
1: The human body, tr- to me, truly is the greatest creation on the face of this planet because it can self heal. Like, what other products? Like, think about a car, and a car gets. Into you know it starts uh, breaking down. It can't just fix itself. Like our bodies can self heal. Um, they self regulate. Have heat monitoring systems. If it gets too hot, it releases the water through sweat. Like it's amazing. All we have to do is be in tune enough or care enough to feed it what it needs to do its job. So wow. I want to keep going on this plant based keto journey because now you're giving it all this nutrition, all the nutrients it needs to do its job and start doing some healing. Oh,
0: doing thank some- you. <laughs> I'm excited. Yes. How, yes, well, how was- did, sorry, I was going to say, so you said you're vegan too right now. Now, yeah. we're, were you always vegan? Um, 2017. I 2017. Mm-hmm. And what made you become vegan?
1: For me, it was really about, uh, and I have done like plant medicine in the past. So in 2016, I did plant medicine to really take everything to the next level. And in 2017, I started really connecting more with uh, nature and with animals and realizing how people were all connected. And the world is divided right now because mm-hmm. we focus on what makes us different. We focus on black people are like this and white people are like that or the Chinese are this and Americans are. No. What if we go back to the foundation and focus on what makes us all the same? Every one of us wants love. We want to experience love. We want to give love. We want to feel accepted. We want to feel supported. And what if we can start utilizing that as the foundation to build a society? then a lot of these things that are different it doesn't matter instead of looking at it like it's wrong or not understanding it we will appreciate the beauty and the essence of the difference Mm -hmm. so within that i i started losing the desire to eat meat as well as i had um a a spiritual friend a spiritual brother he had became vegan and he was really just talking about the different benefits and i decided you know what now is the time and um a lot of healing started happening and started preparing me f- to go on these longer fasts um as far as you asked me a question as far as the fast what things have i seen as far as benefits skin oh, definitely yes. getting clear i healed some things in my body this is the first podcast and i've done several over the last couple of weeks where i'm going to say i had um this this uh this um ailment i had chronic prostatitis which a lot of young people don't get young men don't get it's usually like older guys yeah and really, when your prostate becomes um inflamed and it can be genetic and it just kind of happens mm-hmm. and um the chronic portion of it is it'll come and it'll go it'll come and it'll go and i had went to the doctor had medication a couple of times my mentor the one i had talked about previously his mm-hmm. wife was a doctor they're just basically like you know sometimes it just develops mm-hmm. and that's what happens but um through the fasting i was able to completely reverse that years ago i haven't wow. had any symptoms and I had, um, like, ailment in my shoulder that no matter what I did, because I lifted weights a lot, mm-hmm. I wasn't able to have it to stop uh, feeling pain, and wow. um, the 40-day fast, that is when I healed that, and um, just really testing things, because now I'm working with people and helping them heal other things, like type 2 di- diabetes and reversal, autoimmune disorders, all these things, so it's fun, it's amazing.
0: Wow, that's incredible. I definitely believe in the power of reversing a lot of diff- you know, those kind of things. I remember watching one documentary that was talking about how, when you do the fasting, part of the reason, the science behind it, and you can correct me or tell me if I'm wrong, that that is able to happen is because once your body, once your cells go into starvation mode, um, they are finally. St- able to enter that phase, autophagy, obviously, step one is to eliminate anything that isn't serving it. But also, the longer you do it, the more you're able to activate those other genes that might have not been kind of being used at the time. So there's other genes that will get activated um, on your DNA that will... Compensate and do the work of what that one other gene that was defected wasn't able to do.
1: Yes, yes, yes. Um, it was two processes autophagy and it's also autolysis. Also autolysis is the killing off of the cells, and then the autophagy is the um, recycling of the parts. But yes, it, it basically, with those two processes, it makes our whole body become more efficient. Mm-hmm. And um, like people, a lot of people don't know this. And, um, you know, it's our job to proclaim it to the world and help educate them. But like a a lot of acnes, a lot of allergies, a lot of Mm -hmm. these things we've developed through our diet.
0: 100%. And
1: we have the ability to completely reverse it in so much that if we don't even at least try or try to make the difference in our diet, we've basically accepted it and we've just accepted that reality, right? Yeah.
0: Well, I think the thing is that, you know, so many people are so fast to kind of buy the latest skincare product or the latest fix, if you want to call it, that, you know, not enough people are thinking about, okay, well, what if I just strip down some of the things that are in my life that are toxic, yes. right? And, and that's, and I mean, food is one, I'm super like, um, I guess I can say I'm like a health freak you know, like I'm crazy about like what you put into your body, but also the environment that you're in, like also your mental state, you know, to your point where I do believe that exercise is very much linked to mental health and the confidence that you have about yourself and the belief in yourself, Um, as well as meditation work, right? Uh, Which I've started doing that. And I feel like that's really been helping me as well, where I'm entering a whole nother um, kind of feeling of confidence about what I'm actually it, my what my body's able to do, and it's fascinating because I feel like once you get into that mental state, you almost start like playing a game with yourself of like, okay, well, like, <laughs> how far can we push this? What's the next thing that we can do? How do we get better and better and better? And it becomes exciting. I think yeah. the hardest thing is. Starting for people,
1: mm-hmm. I can, agree um,
0: on. and I think that's like you know when I started my journey, I wanted to tell everyone about it, and I would tell all my friends and all my family about it, and they got to a point where like I think they just didn't want to hear me talking anymore because I was like just always talking about it, mm-hmm. and I realized that it's important to do the work that we're doing, but also give people space, and I do think that. Unfortunately, a person has to be ready for it themselves and approach you and say, hey, Pharaoh, like I need help because mm-hmm. I feel like it's hard. And, you t- and I'm curious to hear what you think, but um, I think it, it's hard to really just come up to a person and say, hey, you really need to change this. You really need to change your diet.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, so for me, I never push. I never push it on anyone. So I think that, first of all, the world is changing, right? Mm -hmm. And I study everything. You mentioned numerology earlier. I'm versed in numerology, but also astrology. So we were in the age of Pisces over the last 2,000 years. And in the age of Pisces, it's it's all about believing. It's all about, you know, you preaching or you trying to save others. I'm going to save you. You need to be saved. Now we're in the age of Aquarius, and Aquarius is the knowledge bearer and we're in the age of information where people want to learn and discover on their own and instead mm-hmm. of telling them or trying to save them we have to be it because mm-hmm. when we lead the change then people see it and guess what they're going to come they're going to ask questions and then when they get the answers it's they're going to have that feeling of they initiated it they started so they're going to feel self-empowered this yes. is the self-empowerment age i don't want you to do it for me i don't want you to save me i want to learn what I need and then start to learn how to save myself
0: Mm -hmm. and that's what we
1: have to do so I try to be it to the maximum possibility and um, then when people ask then I'm ready to go ahead and give them whatever they need but I think that that's the new way to empower people is to actually help empower them
0: I agree and I think that is the best form because when you are leading by example then I mean there's really no question about it right you're you're doing it Mm And I guess, um, what would you say um, to someone who is starting out fresh? So let's say they are, you know, just they're not like super fed up with their life, but they kind of are, and they feel like they're, you know, kind of living a sedimentary life and they really want to see change. And they heard about like fasting and they're interested in it. What advice would you give to someone first starting out?
1: we're out. This is the first thing I would say, right? The, the biggest thing that helped me and everyone that I talked to, and even you mentioned it here on the podcast, is you have to actually make a decision to try, right? To try and experiment with yourself. Mm-hmm. Remember, if you start and you try, the worst that can happen is it doesn't work work for you, but the mm-hmm. best that can happen is that you'll see a change. And I think that the biggest thing is people don't experiment with radical changes. You have to be all in. If you're if you if you're unhealthy or you feel like changing your diet will help, go all in. Don't just say, mm-hmm. "Hey, you know what, what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna fast with potato chips this week." Like that's cool, <laughs> yeah. and that's the start. But be radical with it. Say, "You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna do a whole day with just juice." Right? Because yeah. that's something that you'll never do. And when you get through that, because it was so big and so different beyond what you would ever do, guess what? It's going to encourage you and it's going to give you that win. And we as people, we need to have these wins because every time we have a small victory, it encourages us to go a little bit further.
0: I love that. That's the perfect answer, I think, for someone starting out. And I also wanted to ask you if, you know, knowing everything that you know now and just like hearing your story on a deeper level and I feel like you've come so like far in your journey. Um what's one piece of advice that you would give to your younger self?
1: One piece of advice. You know what I would do? I would tell my younger self that it's a journey, it's not a destination.
0: Mm. And the reason
1: I say that is because I feel like I did uh, waste a lot of time because I was always expecting to when I get to this level Mm -hmm. or now I've accomplished this so I can take a break and I can rest, why? Because now I'm here at this level or at this goal. When when we realize that it's a journey Mm -hmm. that is going to be continuous, number one, we enjoy every moment a lot more because we realize that over the scope of the next 20, 50, 70 years of my life, right? Mm -hmm. Every one of these moments I would never be able to get again, Mm -hmm. as well as, so it allows us to enjoy those things. And then it allows us when trials and obstacles come for us not to to waste a lot of time feeling defeated in those Mm -hmm. moments because we realize that this is part of it. The journey is the good and the bad, but it's learning how to learn the lessons in what we consider bad so that we won't have to repeat those same cycles, and it's a part of the journey.
0: I love that.
1: And I feel like my younger self will be like, you know what, (laughs) I'm gonna try that and see, you know what, I'm experiencing (laughs) it worse for me. Yeah, and I would have gotten a lot that.
0: (laughs) But everything happens in due time, right? At the right time. Yes. I love that though, Um, and so, I mean, Are you planning on doing another 40 day fast or like, what are you up to now? What is your mission? What can we look forward to seeing from you?
1: Gotcha. So what am I up to now? So I actually do a monthly coaching program where I take people on fast. So, it's a fasting intensive, it's a seven day intensive. So we have oh, one wow. now. So today I'm doing all water from today through the next uh, two days. So three days total. And I have a, a group of powerful young people. I think they're in between the ages of 22 and the oldest one, I think is what, maybe 30 years old. They're going on their first three day fast. There's three different fasting types that I created. They can go through um, wow. so just doing fruits all the way to just doing water. So I do that once a month. If people are interested, they can definitely um, reach out to me, DM me on Instagram
0: and where do you do that? Is that in California
1: or? We do it via Zoom. So oh, I, wow. Yeah, so I created this whole structure. We meet three times via Zoom. I give them the education one day. I teach them how to utilize fasting with intention for manifestation. And I walk Oh, wow. Them. It's so amazing. We're getting phenomenal results in these testimonies. And that's my whole thing is.
0: That's I don't incredible. Want,
1: I don't want people just to do it to do it, to say that they've done it, I want you to actually have an experience that becomes a testimony and helps start your journey. Mm-hmm. So that's my intention. And then I teach them how to get their individual int- intentions. So I'm definitely up to that. And what is my mission? Yes. What is my mission? <laughs> All of this, wanting to be successful and wanting to accomplish. My mission is to end world hunger.
0: Oh, I will wow. see
1: and be a part of ending world hunger in my lifetime. And wow. That's beyond uh, just having money to give people food, or no, it's beyond that. In order to really um, have a solution to this prog- this problem, it's going to be a lot of people who are like-minded and care about humanity coming and plugging in in unity to solve it. And there's so many facets to it. There's going to be people who, um, in some areas, is going to have to be. Uh, jobs that are created, you know, the changing of the economics, it's going to be planting of trees. There's some areas that have famine in the land. There's areas that have droughts in the land. It's going to to be projects for um, irrigation systems and water. Mm -hmm. It's going to be so many different elements, right? And now it's about masterminding and pulling in the right people and then getting the resources. Because my whole thing is for us to really change the world now, we have to go beyond the level of spirituality that we've been for the for the last, you know, thousands of years where we just rely on people to be able to give and support the projects. We right now. now have to be empowered where we're able to not only come up with the solutions, right? But us um, people within the business world, we come together and we actually help get the resources so that now we can put them in projects that help humanity because what are the resources for if not to be more resourceful for all humankind so that is definitely wow. one really
0: i mean that is deep but i love that and i think that's a it's a big mission but i you know i respect that i think that the fact that you're even thinking about that and taking steps to try it and you know there are people out there who want to see that happen i think we all want that to happen right but i think realizing the lack of resources and like that is a very major aspect to trying to get to the solution because without resources what are we right it's,
1: a, it's, it's education it's it's resources is opportunities there's so many facets to accomplish this mission mm-hmm. and i think that it all starts with acknowledging that it's going to take a unified a unified effort and man we're going to do it we to definitely see it in our
0: lifetime 100% i'm all for it and i love that um and before we close out um is there anything else that you want to say to the audience um or any last Words that you have, and also let them know where they can find you.
1: got gotcha. you Well, I know that normally this is a time where people drop a, like a huge nugget of wisdom <laughs> and inspires people, and they're like, wow. That was awesome. <laughs> but what I just want to say, is man, you guys are so cool. Like, thank you. Like, you just listened Aww. to us talk for a whole hour. Thank you so much for your time. And I just pray that just one thing, if one thing inspired you, I feel like. I did. uh, um, I did my job. And you can find me at Pharaoh. That's P-H-A-R-A-O-H. Remember that three, (laughs) three, three at Instagram. And I also have a a YouTube channel called the Pharaoh Kyle show and um, DM me on Instagram. I do respond and I'm just grateful to have this opportunity.
0: Thank you so much, Pharaoh. I really appreciate you coming onto my podcast. And I think this has been an incredible conversation and just so much insight into the world of fasting and spirituality. And really, um, kind of, I think even what you just did here is I feel like you gave a lot of different tools for people that they can now take and use to start their journeys. Um, So I really appreciate that. Thank you so much. You're welcome. And thank you everyone for tuning into the Naturally Neo podcast again and stay tuned for our next episode. Bye.
1: Bye. <laughs>